One who digs a bar, a pit, in the Rosh Yachad, a private domain, but he places the opening of the pit in the Rosh Yachad, in the public domain. Vakolshkin, all the more so, if he dug the bar in the Rosh Yachad, and he places the Pesach in the Rosh Yachad. Oh, you're another case, he digs the bar in the Rosh Yachad, and he places the Pesach, the opening, in a Rosh Yachad. For example, that the, the Pesach, the opening, which is in a Rosh Yachid, is near the Rosh Yisrael, so much so the people walking in the Rosh Yisrael can fall into the pit in this private domain. So the digging of the pit was done in the Rosh Yisrael, but the Pesach, the opening, is in a private domain of Rosh Yachid, but it's close enough to the Rosh that people can fall inside. Or he went ahead and made his own Rosh Yisrael, made it ownerless, so that anybody could walk inside and fall into the pit. Or Rishisiyachet, one who digs a pit in Rishisiyachet, oops, sachol Rishisiyachet, acher, and he places the Pesach in another Rishisiyachet that he owns, meaning he has two properties right next to each other. He digs the pit in property A, and he places the Pesach in property B to that pit. And then Vehivker Osorishus, he makes the uh, property B, where the opening of the pit is inside, he makes that property, Vehivker Osorishus, he makes it he makes it ownerless. Anybody can walk into that property and fall into the pit. So Chayev, in all these cases, is Chayev on the damage that the pit causes. And the general rule is going to be, what's the Klaus Shal Dabar? We always go after where the Pesach, where the opening of the pit is. We don't really care where the Karka, where the ground of the pit is. The point is, where is the opening? And that's what's going to be the Machayev, we're going to obligate one to pay, depending on where it is. The mission says, Further, Hachofer Bar Bushisarabim, one who digs a bar in the Bushisarabim, Venafla Tocho Shar or Chamar Vemeth, and an ox or a donkey falls inside and dies. Chai is Chai have to pay, as the Pasuk says in Shemos. Vachiyiftach Ish Bar, Okiyichre Ish Bar, when a man will open a pit or a man will dig a pit, Velo Yikasi doesn't cover it up. Venafla Shamashar or Chamar, and an ox or a donkey falls inside. Baal Abar Yishalim, the owner of the pit has to pay. Kesseth Yeshev Abalav, he has to compensate the owner of the ox of donkey with money. So we darshan out that what does it say? It says, V'chiyitach Oki Yichra, when one opens or one digs. So if you're chayev on opening a pit, all the more so you're chayev on digging a pit. What's Torah coming to teach me? El shall iskei psich, on the iskei psich, of iskei kriya, it's coming to tell me. That the kura or poseach bar, one who digs a pit and opens a pit in Eosh Sarabim, that you're chayev. Even though she ain't a barbushu, so it's not your, it's not, the bar is not being dug in your own domain. It's being dug in the public domain, the Shurabim. So it's not really your pit. But since you dug it, or you opened it up, the Torah makes it as if you're the Baha bar to be Machayat to pay for the damages that it causes. Whether one digs a bar, meaning a round uh, pit in the ground, Chafira Agula. Whether one digs a shiach, shiach is arucha, vitzara, it's long and narrow pit. Whether one digs a me'ara, me'ara normally means a cave, but here it is a chafira mu'rubas, the square pit in the ground, which is mikru, it has a roof, but the roof has an opening. Or charitzin, charitzin are chafira suchavos mu'rubas, they're similar to the me'ara, where it's a wide square pit in the ground, but it has no roof. Une'itzin, whether one digs ne'itzin, ne'itzin are they're narrow at the bottom and they're wider on the top. So one who digs any of these pits, chai of you chai to pay for the damages that it causes. So in Cain, why does the Torah say the word bar? 
If all these cases are also included, and there are different types of bar. So it's coming to teach us that my bar is just like a bar. It has the koach to kill, meaning it has a depth of asar tvacham ten tvacham, because a stam bar is ten tvacham deep. So then I've called all types of diggings, the ma'ara, the haritzin, the neitzin, the sheikh, those are the cases, that has to have enough to kill, which is a sarat fachim, then one is chayev to pay. That's the shir, in order to kill, that would make the owner of the pit obligated to pay. It's less than 10 tefachim. And an ox or donkey falls inside and dies. Potter, then you're exempt from paying because less than 10 tefachim is not enough in order to kill. Therefore, we deem it an onus, an unavoidable mishap, and one is not obligated to pay for the shor that falls inside and dies because you do not create an entity that's uh, worthy of killing. There's only 9 tefachim. But but if the uh, actual donkey got damaged, then you have to pay even if it's nine tefachim. a full payment. even digging a minute amount, digging an inch. has the power to cause damage. And if regardless of the shear, you always have to pay for the damage that it causes. But if you have to pay for the death that it caused of a shor and chamar, it has to be ten tefachim. If it's less than that, one's not obligated to pay. Mishnah vav. Bar shalshnei shutfet, and you have a pit that belongs to two partners. For example, a chatzor shalshnei, the courtyard belongs to the two of them. Bar shalshnei, and the pit belongs to the two of them. The ifkirish, whom they made their shuz hefker ownerless, avaloy ifkir es bayom, they did not make the pit ownerless. Or others explain the cases that shachafar echad bar, one guy went ahead, he dug a pit of nine tfachim in a shravim, nine is just a private yard. And then two people came along together, together they dug one more tefach and they made it a uh, ten tefachim pit. So how are you going to explain it? Uh, the mission says that If the first one now walks by, he doesn't cover it up. The second guy walks by, he doesn't cover it up. Who do we be mechayev for the damages that it causes now? The second guy, Hashini is chayev. And the Gemara explains that we're talking about a case where the, the second guy is, is only chayev if the first guy gave the cover to the second guy. Meaning, the Sharisha Pischa, the first one opened up the pit. The second guy comes and sees it as opened. The first one gives the second one the cover. You know, cover it up. Since the second guy should have covered it up, and he didn't, so again, the first guy walked by, he didn't cover it up. Second guy walked by, he didn't cover it up. But the first guy gave the cover to the second guy in order for him to cover it up. So in that scenario, the second guy is going to be chayev for damages that it causes because he was the last one to be taking a chayev. Another case. He is so What happens if the first one covered it up? And the second guy comes. He finds that it, that it became open. And he did not cover it up. Again, the second guy is chayev. Because since Hoyle Barishan Layada, the first guy didn't know that it got open. So therefore, it's not his fault. The second guy is taking responsibility. He walked by, he found it open, he didn't cover it up. The second guy has to pay. Avon Gamarishan Layada, but if the first guy himself didn't cover it, and the second guy comes and he finds it, Meguli finds it open, and the second guy does not cover it, in that scenario, Shneim Chayev, they're both obligated to pay. Another case, Kisau Karai, Kisau Balabar as Baro Karai. So now we're going, we're going for, till now we're discussing a case where there were partners. Now we're going back into regular individual cases. So Kisau Karai, 
You have a fellow that has a pit and he covered the pit properly. And then an ox or donkey falls inside the pit and dies. How's it possible that the cover got hit Leah, the cover got wormy and it crumbled? So putter, so the owner is exempt, because that's an owner, it's an unavoidable mishap, it's not your fault. Look, you saw a but if you did not cover it up properly, and an ox donkey falls inside and dies, then obviously you're obligated to pay. And Digmar explains, for example, there are camels around. The keys is that you covered up the pit with something that could hold up the oxes, but it cannot hold up the camels. Then the camels went, they walked on it, they made it weak, and then afterwards the oxes walked on it, and then it, it, it crumbled, and they fell through. So a horrible like Kisa, since you did not cover it up with something that's able to stand before the, before the camels, then you're obligated to pay when the oxes walk on it and fall and, and get damaged. Nafal, another case. Nafal the shar, the shar fell inside Lufanov into the pit, Mikol Hakriya, from the voice of the digging, meaning Shabar Hayakari, the, the pit was dug. One entered the pit, the pit in order to make it deeper or to make it wider, and the shore was standing at the edge of the pit. And when it heard the, the banging of the, of the shovel on the ground, Neva got shaken up from the call of the Korea, from the voice of the digging, from the sound of the digging, and it fell inside the pit and it died. So Chaya, he's obligated to pay, because since the death came because why did the ox die? It died because it fell into the pit. The owner of the pit has to pay. But if the ox got shaken up from the, from the sound of the digging in the pit, and then it fell outside the pit. So then, Potter wanted to be exempt. The damage did not, did not come from the actual pit itself, rather from the sounds that were coming out of the pit. So, it's only a grama. And we know the Allah is grama benazik and Potter. When a grandma was something that was, only, that was only caused, but it wasn't direct, so one is exempt from paying. Whether he has to pay on a heavenly court, you know, Midin Shemaim, then L'chayr Hizchayev. But in the, in the earthly courts here on, on earth, a grandma is going to be Pater. The Mishnah says further, If a shar falls into a, a pit with its utensils and it breaks, meaning Klei HaShar, the yoke and the plow, so, or a donkey with its kalim fell inside the pit and the kalim broke. You have the mardas, a saddle, the oka for different you know, parts of the donkey that the donkey wears. It, um, those things break. So, you're obligated to pay for damage it caused to the animal if it broke a bone or it got damaged. But you're exempt from the damage that was caused to these utensils and to, these, to this, this equipment. Because the Pasuk says, V'nafal shamar It falls into it an ox or donkey. We darshan out, Shar, an ox that falls in, Le'adam, not a person. Chamar, a donkey, below Kalim, not utensils. So therefore, one, one pays for the damages caused to the ox, but not for damages caused to the utensils. Nafal atuchah, Shar, if an ox falls inside, Shehu cherish, the ox is deaf. Or, Shehu shote v'katan, it's a shote or a katan. So what does this mean? As long as the ox has not yet learned how to plow, it falls under the category of a shorter or a katan. And so to a shor suma, blind shore, or the shor or an ox which is going at night and it can't see well. In all these scenarios, you have to pay. The ox does not know to be careful. A regular, healthy, normal ox by broad daylight that falls into the pit during the, beyond during the day. So the Baal Habar is exempt 
Why? The ox should know to be misbelieved to, to, to focus on the road, and the fact that the ox fell in the pit is not your fault. In the onus, the onus. And lastly, if a bain or a bas or a son or a daughter fall into the pit, even though they're katanim, or a servant or a maidservant, knanites, they fall into the pit, Pater, the Baal Habar is exempt, because the Pasuk says, sure, we actually had an ox, but not a person. Therefore, you're obligated to pay for the damages caused to the ox, but not for the damages that are caused to a person, even if it's a Ben or a Bas, which is a Katan, or an Evan or an Amma, or would still be exempt.